Blog Talk Radio.
What's up, everybody? Welcome to a special Sunday night edition of Sports of Legend. Along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew, I am, of course, William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. What's up? Happy July 4th weekend. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are enjoying the 4th of July weekend as well. And on today's show, we got a busy show. Um, we're going to be talking about the NBA free agency, uh, Jalen Bronson signing, you know, with the Knicks. Uh, of course, uh, Kevin Durant demanding to be traded out of the Nets on the three-year anniversary where Durant, you know, Durant and Kyrie Irving basically insulted the Knicks and uh, took their talents to Bron- to the to Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about that, talk about the other moves that happened and the possible trade rumors that surrounding them. Uh, you know, we'll also talk about the Mets, uh, you know, recent battles with the Rangers. And, of course, uh, you know, we're also going to talk about the Yankees as well. Uh, you know, their series against, the you know, the Guardians. Montgomery pitched well, but, you know, it was a tough luck loser for today's um, game. We'll talk about that series. Uh, you know, we'll also talk about what happened in WWE, the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match pay-per-view event, and what's going on at AEW. But most importantly, you know, we'd love to hear from you. And the number is uh, 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics or more. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, with that said, let's just uh, let's go right into NBA. And uh, the big news that shocked the baseball world, I mean, other than myself, is um, Kevin Durant, um, you know, basically, you know, wanting out, even though the, the Nets, you know, have basically moved heaven and earth for him to to make him happy so they can, you know, um, break the drought that the Nets have been on. Nets haven't won a, a championship NBA championship in their history. The last time they won a title was when they were uh, members of the NBA, the ABA, I should say. Uh, so, yeah, um, it's yeah. Today's episode is called Durant's Durant's Net Entanglement, and Brunson cashes in the WWE briefcase and joins Knicks. So basically, not Durant's in the entanglement. He's trying to get himself out of the net. You know, the Nets, you know, he, he you know, he wanted, you know, them to get rid of the, the coach that they had. Um, and, and then um, they hired the, the, um, an, uh, another coach. And, um, you know, they, they wanted to, you know, build a team around him. They traded away all these guys they had, like Karis LeVert and, and – um, I'm trying to think of the other players that they had when they when they went all in to try to go after James Harden, and as we all know, you know that was just a colossal failure. They never the big three never hardly played with each other. You know, Durant was hurt ever since you know his last year with the Warriors. Signed the deal, he missed the first year, 
Um, and then, of course, Kyrie every year, you know, there's always something. Uh, the, the, um, the, you know, the um, pandemic, you know, he, he, he missed some games. He got suspended because um, he, he apparently was partying when he was supposed to be in the, in the, with his family instead of when, you know, when he was supposed to be in the bubble. And then last year, you know, um, his stance on the vaccine, which, you know, made him a road warrior for the Nets, you know. He couldn't play on the on the court at home at Barclays Center until, you know, the playoff time. And, um, you know, it was a little too late. By that time, Harden demanded his trade, and he got traded to Philly. Now, now he's a free agent now. And then you got um, Harden traded for Ben Simmons, who, you know, this this guy hasn't played, you know, basketball in over a year. So um, who knows if he'll ever play again or, you know, especially as a net, because apparently uh, there's rumors that he deactivated his um, social media account. Um, I think they said it was uh, Instagram. So, you know, he, he just, he wants to be... <laughs> done with the drama surrounding the Nets, you know. After Kyrie opted in, Durant wants out, and now he wants to be traded. Now the rumors is the two teams he wants to get traded to is Phoenix and Miami. Uh, But what he doesn't realize is once they make the trade, those teams are going to get weaker, you know. They're not going to be all, you know, like championship caliber teams that he, you know, he's expecting them to be. You're going to have to for you to get a player like Durant, you know, a once in a lifetime talent, you're gonna have to um, give. You got to give up a lot to get a lot, which is Durant. So I want to ask you a question: Do you think Kevin Durant is justified in demanding a trade to leave the Nets, or do you think he's an entitled superstar? I think he's an entitled superstar. Right? Why? I mean, because this guy. Guys forces his way. Well, I wouldn't say forces his way because you know he signed to both the Warriors and the Nets as a free agent. But mm-hmm. he feels like he needs whatever things aren't going his way. He feels he needs a change. And now Kyrie is about to be traded, and Harden was uh, traded during the regular season. Now mm-hmm. you know things aren't going his way. Now he wants to he wants to find a way out. Mm-hmm. From the organization that he played the Knicks for, and yeah, this guy is—he's a, he's a diva. Him and Kyrie are both divas. Yeah, yeah, and now he's gonna find an easy route to get a, another ring. Yep. So, you know, it's, I, Katie—he's a great player and all, but he's very entitled to me. You know, guy—he yeah, feels like he deserves the world. I mean, if Kyrie is changed, stay on the Nets. Why do you mm-hmm. feel the need to leave the Nets also? Mm-hmm. You know, prove that you can lead a team by yourself without another superstar. He can't. Uh, and he's never done that. When you think about it, on a Thunder, nope. he, on a Thunder, he had Westbrook. On the Warriors, he had yeah, uh, Curry. Yeah, Harden. You know, at one at one point. Yeah, yeah. So he's always had superstars around. Like, prove mm-hmm. that you can lead a team by yourself. You know, I mean, I agree with everything you said, man. I co-sign everything you said, man. And that's the messed up thing about it. Like this dude is a natural born leader, but he don't want to lead. He's the best. It's like, 
It's like he's it's like he's Superman, but he wants to be Clark Kent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he can't handle the pressure. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and it's just, you know, players nowadays, they're just built differently, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they just, their mentality is different. Like, back in the days, if, if, if Jordan whooped your behind, you wanted to stick it to Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why Hewing, Barkley, uh, Malone, Stockton, so many great players during that 80s and 90s era, especially the 90s era, they didn't win a title. But it wasn't their, it wasn't their fault. You know, it's just they were battling to Jordan. Jordan, And remember Jordan, you know, Jordan had to be Jordan because he had to go through the fire. And that fire was, was, was called the Detroit Pistons. He had to go through the Jordan. He had to go through the Jordan rules in order for him to rule the NBA. You know, so I mean, it, they're expecting everything to be easy. Durant, like the Warriors, not come out of the playoffs. Warriors were bullying him, and he really took that that scene to heart. Like, if you can't beat them, join them. Like he literally mm-hmm. took he literally took that 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 saying that old saying to 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 heart, man. He he fulfilled yeah. it. And he went to the Warriors, man. It's kind of like in those TV shows, like when when like the, one of the main characters or or the, the 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 kid, he's bullying in school, you know. So what does he do? He joins the same gang of the bullies that that were bullying him, so he won't get bullied, you know. Exactly. Instead of standing up for his convictions and you know battling against them, like back in the days, TV shows, movies, stuff like that. Like when you bully, you stand up to the bully. And you fight, you you fight, right. you know what I mean? This mentality that he has right now is like, I can't struggle, I can't go through adversity. I'm just gonna take the easy way out, and I'm just gonna, you know, get the, get the title at the easiest way. You know what I mean? So he went to the Warriors, and he won two titles. Did he was he was he a scrub on the team? Absolutely not. He was brilliant. He was he was fantastic. The problem with it. And and I did say this at the time because if you you know if you look at the the episodes that that happened what uh, years ago like say about five years ago on this this same channel I I was saying that the Warriors didn't need Durant you know what I'm saying like they 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 blew a three one lead they could have easily had they played better defense and have you know all that drama surrounding you know um, uh, Draymond Green, they could have easily won that series against LeBron. You know, like they didn't have to, and they had a seventy-three win season. Like, what more? Getting Durant is it gonna make you win seventy-four wins instead? Like, he's a great player. He's an all-time great player. I mean, I I don't fault. Like I said back in the days, I don't fault um the Warriors for taking him. If you had the best player at the time want to come to your team. You you gotta take them. You know what I'm saying? Like I I don't fault the Warriors, but Durant, like, dude, like you could have came on another team to overtake the Warriors, and your 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 legacy would have been so much better. I mean, obviously you got the two titles, you know. So I mean that's that's what you wanted, and you got it. And then you went to the to the Nets, which hey. It's a it, yes, it is a manufactured. It would have been a manufactured um, championship because you. I mean, you you're you're creating the big, 
at that time you were creating the big two with Kyrie, you know, and you know what I mean? But the difference between that is actually the Nets never won a championship, an NBA championship. So at least you actually, you would be actually building a, a team from the ground up, even though they'd be, they were expected to be a win now team with that talent that they had. Yeah. And then of course, then they got um, Harden. But what, what was the salt on the wound was, was, Durant took every opportunity to talk smack on the Knicks. Every opportunity to talk smack on the Knicks, man. Like, you know, they're not cool. You know, like, he, he didn't care about the, the fans and, and the billboard of them hyping, trying to woo him. And, you know, he's not into those stuff. And he just kept talking smack. Like, I mean, like, yeah, man, I get it. Like, the Nets are, are the second-class citizens of, of the town when it comes to basketball. You know what I mean? It it doesn't have the same following, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, like as compared to the to the Knicks. So I understand, you know, you wanna, you know, like you wanna defend your team and all that stuff. You wanna hype up this supposed rivalry between Knicks and Nets. I get it, but it was like it was like he was just kicking salt on the wound of the Knicks. Knicks haven't been relevant in in since 2001, you know, like. I didn't. I felt like it was just petty of him to be like kicking the Knicks while he was down, while they were down, while they're still down actually. And then now this this situation, you know, evolved that they got the big, they got Harden. And then afterwards, you know, all the drama I just mentioned moments ago about you know Kyrie Irving the past couple of years, and and then they just both this this team Harden, you know, he leaves, he forces a trade. Uh, Kyrie Irving was rumored to be, you know, leaving, but then he opts in. And now Durant, on the three-year anniversary, the three-year anniversary of him signing with the Nets, June 30th, he 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 leaves. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just, like, embarrassing, yeah, you know? It, it, you know, as a Nets fan, I'd be kicking myself. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is similar to, well, I guess not similar, but you know, remember that that All Star team that the Nets assembled years ago, oh, yeah, Kevin Garnett, Garnett and Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce yeah. and you read my mind. Joe Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's his name? What's the point guard? The Darren Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and that that team was supposed to be like the one of the greatest teams assembled for the Nets. Yeah, and yet they did the same thing here with KD, Kyrie, and Harden, and now in less than three years, that team's gonna be dismantled. And you know what's the crazy thing about it? Ten years from now, they're gonna they're gonna try to they're gonna trade for Kevin McAllister because every time <laughs> every time yeah. every time they go after Kevin, Kevin Garnett try to build a super team, crashes and burns. Mm-hmm. Traded a bunch of picks, did a Kings ransom. They finally recovered from that. They go all in for this this for this move, Kevin Durant, um, um, Kyrie, which is fine because it was free agency signing. But then they blew up the team to go after Harden, and that's what yeah. that's what killed the Nets. You know what I mean? Them signing Durant and and Kyrie didn't kill the Nets. When they got Harden and tried to force the big three. That's when they had to go all in. That's when they had to advance their um their their um their chemistry. You know what I mean? Because yeah. now 
now that the now the cohesiveness that they would have built over the years, it ha- it got spit out because they traded away all their their the talent that they had on the team. Uh, what Jared Allen, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, Karis Levert, all these all these guys that they had on the team that they were building a a, nucle- a nucleus with that team, a winning nucleus that that team had, and then they just just blow it up and the, they went all in, and then this is what happened. They put all their chips in. In and now, now they're you know, now they're they have to fold because yeah. Kevin Durant don't believe in the team no more. So now they gotta now they gotta um start over again. And now and like I said, Durant wanted gets traded to the Suns or the Heat, but I'm thinking he's going to the Lakers, man. Kyrie, you know, the rumor is that he's going for for Westbrook, which is the rumor I, I've been saying. I've been saying like this is uh, you know Nick should have should have tried to get Westbrook. Yes, yes, I know Westbrook is washed up. What what happens if you get Westbrook? You would get you would get an expiring contract worth what forty seven million. You have that you have that contract for a year. You, I mean, you could buy him out as well, and you could see if if he has something in the tank for you know he's a Hall of Fame player. See if he could you know, recover from that bad knee and, and and have him for that one year, you know, and then you would have had cap space, but, but you didn't, you didn't believe you didn't, you, you, you didn't want to think outside the box. Now the Nets are trying to do that move because Kyrie, Kyrie and especially Durant is forcing their hand to do it and watch, they're going to build a build a big three, a big four in, in, um, in LA. And that's what people were saying when LeBron went over to took his talents to LA. Oh, he's not gonna win a title over there. And sure enough, I did a YouTube channel uh, on Sports Urban Legend, Sports Urban Legend TV, and this this channel itself. And I said, this is LeBron James. You know, at the time, this guy was the best player in the game, or one of the best players in the game. If he could get people to come to Cleveland, and, and you know, obviously Miami. He's gonna he's gonna get people to come to the Lakers and Lakers are the Yankees of basketball. You know they got the glitz, the glamour, the showtime. Everybody want to be seen. You know as a as a member of the Lakers, they're they're flashy. They win titles. You know what I mean? They're they're literally the the Lakers, the Yankees of basketball. Seriously, the Lakers always get the best players of all time. And then you you got and then. Sure enough, that that same year, unfortunately, um, Kobe Bryant passed away, and um, you know LeBron and AD they won the they won the title, and this is what's gonna happen right now. They're gonna get KD. They're gonna get um, uh, Irving. They're they're a hundred. Well, right now, I, mean, I know right it's not, not official. It's not official, but. I, I right now I'm saying it's a 99% chance that they're getting um they're getting uh, Irving at least. Well, right now it sounds like more Kyrie, but KD that's a that's a bit of a stretch right now because they would have to give up a lot to get. Well, they, the they probably would have to train. They have to trade. They most likely have to trade. They most likely have to trade Antonio um, uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony, uh, uh, yeah. That would yeah, be my, right. my 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 guess. If if you want to make a fair, Anthony Davis has to be in the in the in the deal. But knowing the Lakers, the Lakers will find a way. That's how the NBA works. 
as long as the the, the Lakers and the Celtics are, are and whatever team LeBron is on, as long as they can do what they have to do to 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 win, that's what the NBA is gonna is gonna is gonna do. Well, here's, so here's another report that came out. Another sure. report saying that Warriors are trying to trade, might consider putting a package for KD for him to come I'm back not, to the Warriors. And I'm not surprised there, too, because be Curry, Curry is one of the faces of the NBA right now, too. And he played the best out of everybody this year right now, if you want to think, especially in the playoffs. So, I I mean, I'm not surprised either. It, it, that's that how it is. going to be NBA. loaded. The 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 rich the rich the rich keep getting rich and the poor keep getting poorer. That's that's just the way it is. So I'm not I'm not shocked at all. You know, if he goes back to the Warriors, I'm not surprised because he wants to go to a team that's ready to win a title anyway. He he doesn't want to he doesn't want to build a team from the ground up. The, the, I don't think next, he should have left the Warriors to begin with. Should have just stayed there. I mean, yeah. He, 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 yeah, he he regrets it. You could clearly see he regrets it because he wanted he wanted to be on that gravy train, and he was I think tweeting stuff after they won a title, like he was saying like he's been dead for a long time or whatever. It's like, dude, man, it's, it's not that serious, man. You you got your two rings, try to get another one. That's it. Like I mean, I. You can't have everything you want. You gotta yeah. just work hard and hope, hope you know, put yourself in the position that you know you'll 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 succeed. You gotta face adversity sometimes. I'm not saying he's he's never faced adversity growing up, but as an NBA player, man, you just I mean, come on. These guys just want to win a title, and obviously a title title is important. The title is. The goal, if you're an athlete, you gotta try to win a championship. That I mean, there's there's no there's no um, if ands or but about it. But it's like they're letting it define them. You know, if they don't have it, or they they don't they don't have it. It's like just just play the best you can, help your team win. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's not meant to be, hey, just just go to to Na- the Naismith Hall of Fame. That's all. It's just the state of the NBA. I I don't even know what to say right now. I know. We'll see what happens. But right now, it sounds like Kyrie's going to be headed to L.A. at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can mark that down. You can mark that down. You know the NBA want to see that happen. You know the Lakers want to see that happen. So it's going to happen. Like I said, it's a 99% chance it's going to happen. I'd be shocked if it doesn't happen. But, yeah, um, on to the Knicks. Knicks have been courting um, uh, Jalen Brunson, you know, throughout this whole playoffs. And, uh, you know, where he played well, averaged, what, 20-something points in the playoffs, uh, especially – you know, without Doncic, and now you know he has a he has the opportunity to to lead a team. You know, with the Knicks, you know he you know he finally has a chance to shine, and um, 
hopefully live up to that, you know, to that um expectation. I mean, this guy, he, you know, he's a he's a you know warrior on the court, and uh, now it's his chance to his chance to shine. Hopefully, um, you know, under familiar circumstances, you know, he knows Leon Rose. Uh, you know, his father, that was his father's agent, Rick Brunson, who now he's, um, now he's the assistant. Um, his father, Rick Brunson, is the assistant for Tom Thibodeau, who he knows very well. And Derek Rose is now his teammate, who he knows very well as well. And Leon Rose's son, Sam, is now his agent. Like, it's just, like, they're just, like, keeping it in the family, man. Like, I mean, this – I'm surprised the NBA is not going to call for collusion. Like. Yeah, it's uh, – well, the Brunson – let me just say something about the Brunson deal. I like Brunson. He's mm-hmm. a good player. Same here. But I do not think he's worth that that much money. I agree. I think the Knicks are paid, as usual. As usual. I also think they overpaid for Mitchell Robinson to keep him. I agree. So, next, uh, again, they they shoot themselves in the foot. And they always they, they, they always have the only person that they can blame is themselves for this all mm-hmm. the time. So, when they don't have cash space, they can blame those loops. Mm-hmm. No one in their right mind is going to pay Bronson that deal, that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Mitch Robinson as well. Mitch Robinson, and he's got to show – he's got to average double-doubles, man, Robinson. I'm tired of it. This guy's like 7'2", 7'1". Mm-hmm. Can I get double-digit rebounds and points? And this guy has not averaged double-digit points and rebounds yet in the season. And they're, they're treating him healthy. like he's like one of the best centers in the game. I don't – I wouldn't put Mitchell Robinson's top five centers in the game right now. Then he needs five centers that are much better than Robinson. I'd agree with that, but centers are dying. Any centers are dying off anyway. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But Rob, Mitchell Robinson has to show me more. I mean, he's been slacking a little bit, you know, here mm-hmm. the last uh, few seasons. So he's got to show me more. Yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I'm with you. You know, I, I like I like Jalen Brunson. You know, I think he will improve. You know, I think he'll play well here. Um, I'm glad Mitchell Robinson. I've been one of them to re-sign Mitchell Robinson. You know, for for a while. You know, I, I was thinking, hey, if you don't, if you if you're not gonna re-sign him, you might as well trade him. You can try to get something back. You know, but I'm yeah. glad they re-signed him. You know, uh, however, like you said, most most importantly, the Knicks should just keep overpaying. You know. Do you know when was the last time before Mitchell Robinson was the last time they re-signed somebody? What was the last time? I think it was like maybe like 94 or something like that. Wow. I think they called it like the Charlie Ward's curse. Ever since wow. Charlie Ward, every time they have a, a, a contract, they never re-sign the, the rookie, the, the, the top, the top rank. You know what I mean? Like the top lottery pick that they pick, you know, in the draft, they never re-sign them. Crazy. You know what I mean? Um, so Mitchell Robinson is like the first Nick player that they re-signed in like 
20 years or so. Like, wow. they just let, they just let them – it's just a revolving door of, of people that they – they drafted, go leave through free agency, or they trade away, and then they just uh, overpay for mediocre players. You know, yeah, so they're always, uh, you know, they clear up cap space, then they overspend, then they try to get rid of the contract, then they get under the cap, then they overspend for another mediocre mediocre player. Typical. Now they with Randall. Now they're trying to get rid of Randall and Evan Fournier. When they could have, they could have got what Jimmy Butler, like in the in the off season, like they always. And then they were celebrating. They were doing victory laps in the off season, doing videos and commercials and Bing Bong with Kemba Walker, and then they just can't wait to get rid of him. Like it's just, it just boggles the mind. They trade away a pick a top pick to erase the mistake that they have of an, an expiring contract. It was even, to, it was even to get rid of Randall who they, who they gave a four year deal extension. I'm, I'm literally shaking my head. Like, why? I mean, this is the Knicks. I mean, it just never better, ends. Man. It never ends, man. It just literally never ends. Let's just hope, Let's just hope Brunson can stay healthy and, uh, you know, live up to the hype. And somehow Mitchell Robinson uh, can wrap himself up in in ceramic wrap or, or <laughs> bandages or what? Well, maybe not bandages. We don't want him to go on the injured list or something. Do something. Put put those that that bubble wrap thing like in the boxes. You know that popcorn thing that you know. You know, like when you have precious, you know, um, stuff that you deliver and you don't want it to break. Yeah, like bubble wrap. Yeah, yeah, just do that. Just wrap him over <laughs> there and just, you know, make sure he's fine. Styrofoam. Oh, you can styrofoam. Do styrofoam. Yeah, yeah, put, yeah, put styrofoam on him too, yeah. That too. <laughs> hey, as long as he stays healthy, you know, that's hey, that's all I care about. So, just, just, hey, do it. Oh man. Speaking of healthy, uh let's switch to the Mets. The Mets uh they're gonna get uh their aces back, hopefully. Uh Serger, he's gonna make his he's gonna make his return on Tuesday night. Um and um the Grammy through his um his first rehab start, I think of the year if I'm not mistaken. And uh, you know he he was throwing 101 miles per hour, which I think he should kind of dial that back. You know, he threw 20 24 pitches, struck out five batters in rehab. And this dude, I mean, like he says he's 100% healthy. You know, hopefully that will you know that will be the case. But dude, you don't have to be throwing 100 100 miles per hour in a rehab game. You don't want to get yourself hurt. Like, yeah, I mean, the um, you know, the Grom is finally on the um, take. He's taking that first step to return. That's good to hear. Mhm. Yeah, you guys need some uh, some of you guys back because right now the Braves, it's like they never lose these days. 
Mm-hmm. I so think what, three, three and a half games behind you guys right now? Uh, yes. I, yeah, they are. They finally lost uh, today to the Reds, who I think they were on a 10-game losing streak before today. Um, but, yeah, the the Braves are breathing down our necks, as usual. Yeah. Phillies won. They beat against the, the Cardinals. Um, yeah, I mean, the Mets... They win. A, they win a, another series after getting facing a tough, tough series with your nemesis, the Astros. Swept us. First time we got swept all year. Uh, we went on a three-game losing streak. Um, but the Mets, you know, they they bounced back against the Texas Rangers. Um, Carrasco, he pitched well. Um, got the victory. I think it was his ninth. Ninth win, and then the story of the week was um, Escobar. Man, he homered in all three games in the Rangers series, um, and you know what proved to be the the game winner uh, today. So props to you know Escobar. He he's been uh, producing. Uh, Alonzo, on the other hand, he's been slumping. He hasn't had a RBI in the last what five games uh, this week, you know. And he, last time I checked, he is, he still leads the the National League in RBIs with uh with uh, what 69 RBIs, and he's still stuck on 22 home runs. So hopefully, um, you know, when he goes to Cincinnati tomorrow, you know, he'll uh, snap out of it. You know, go in a patriotic mode and then you know start, you know drilling some balls, you know, start ignite the fireworks in Cincinnati and hopefully, you know, scare Mr. Red, who's who's a blatant Mr. Met copycat. <laughs> I don't know if you saw his, their mascot before. Yeah, I've seen him. Oh, my goodness. What a blatant Mr. Met ripoff, man. She gets I've seen him in a, in a celebrity mascot fight. <laughs> That'd be funny. Mr. would beat him hands down. Like it's not even it's not even, it's not even a um a contest. The only the only mascot that that could that could give the Mets Mr. Meta a run for his money is uh Philly Fanatic. That yeah. that mascot is crazy. And entertaining, I must admit. But <laughs> but um yeah, man. Mr. Mahan all for the win, hands down. Okay. But um yeah, it's good Mets won a series. Um, you know, they they bounced back. Uh, but yeah, man, they they gotta they gotta bounce back in, in in uh they gotta keep this momentum that they got from this uh Ranger series and you know uh go on a run because the the, the, the Braves are, you know, the Braves are back. I knew they'd be back. I knew the Phillies would be, you know, Braves and Phillies would be hanging around, but I thought they would, would make their their um, comeback in the, you know, the second half, like in September. But, yeah, the Braves are defending world champions. I almost threw up saying that, but, it's, you know, that's facts. So, you know, until we beat them, you know, you know, um, they could easily come back and win the division again. You know, so we gotta, we gotta, we gotta believe and and uh, keep them at bay. And when we face them, show them, show them how cowardly the Braves are. 
You know, that's all we got to yeah. do. Yep. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, uh, yeah, um, what was I going to say? Congrats to Pete Alonzo and uh, Starling Marte. They are the the they are the um, Mets All Stars in the Congrats. upcoming. Thank you. They're in the upcoming, um, you know, All Star game. I mean, there's a few Mets I feel the shit are also deserving, but it is what it is. Like McNeil, he's he's been hitting well. Uh, Carrasco, he he has nine wins. Um, Diaz, Diaz to me, Diaz. Diaz and them are huge omissions. You know, you got Diaz, man. Like this, this dude was just the um, the NL um, the NL uh, uh, closer of the month, uh, reliever of the month. He can't, he still can't make the All Star game. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I think there should be more All Stars, but. We shall see. We shall see. Um, you know what happens. Um, hopefully the, there'll be more Mets added to the. Um, um, you know once the they make the decisions. You know the, the the teams. You know the coaches and and um, you know the the coaches and maybe the players. You know get voted in, and we'll see what happens. So. Yeah, let's switch gears to the... Oh, what were you going to say? The finalists for the All-Star game, they're going to be announced this upcoming week or when? I think so. Okay. The All-Star game, isn't it in a couple weeks? Yeah, it is. I think it's the, the 16th or something like that. Let me... Let me uh, let me just double check. What, no, what was it? The 19th, I think it is. Uh, let, let me... Uh, okay. Let me make sure. Let me see. MLB. All-star game. All right, let's see when is that. July 19th. 19th, okay. And I think it's in the... Is it going to be in the Dodger Stadium? Let me let me, uh, let me uh, just make sure. Yep, the Dodger Stadium. Okay. Dodger Stadium, to be exact. This is the sec. This is uh the second one in Dodger Stadium. Uh, last time it happened, it was in 1980. Could be a good one. Should be interesting. On the American League side, you have Aaron Judge leading mm-hmm. vote getter. Yep. And well deserved. He's definitely gonna be there. Yeah. Stanton. Stanton. Um, and your boy Trevino. Trevino, yeah. So you're going to have uh, several Yankees going to the All-Star game this year. Well deserved. As usual. As usual. But, yeah, um, yeah, Judge, you know, Judge, obviously, he, Judge and Stanton definitely deserves it. Especially Judge. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Judge has been having a great season. I mean, I finished the year with 60 home runs, 100-plus RBIs. Might be the MVP of the American League if he keeps it up. He's having a great yeah. season. Hands down. Oh, yeah, no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, what's your, what's your thoughts on, uh, you know, their, their, uh, their tough luck? Um, uh, you know, my, Montgomery's uh, tough luck 
you know, loss, to nothing loss today. Well, I mean, uh, it was uh, Montgomery, he didn't have it today, but, you know, he didn't pitch too bad. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the Guardians, they, they did only win by, what, 2 nothing was the score? That is correct. The Yankees didn't really score any runs for him either, as mm-hmm. usual. I mean, Yankees, I don't know why, but whenever Montgomery goes to the mound, they refuse to score runs for this guy all the time. I think he's kind of like Jacob DeGrom. Mets, yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say that. Kind of mm-hmm. like how Mets are with, with Jacob DeGrom, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the Montgomery pitched well enough to keep the Yankees in the game. But the Yankees just couldn't hit. They only had one hit throughout the day, so uh, they ended up losing to nothing. But they still win the series because they won the doubleheader yesterday. They won the first game 13-4 and then the second game 6-1. So they still won this, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the series, but it would have been nice to win the, you know, this third game here, but they couldn't do it. So uh, off they go to Pittsburgh on Tuesday, but um, they're still they're still on pace to win, uh, you know, close to 100, 120 games right now if they keep it up. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I oh yes, one more Met news and technically Yankee news too. Uh, Buck Showalter um, he passes. Uh, Tommy Lasorda on the all-time winning winning uh, list of oh, congrats. managers. Congrats! Congrats to him. Obviously, he started his career with uh, with the Yankees, and hopefully, he will yeah. end his career uh, with the Mets as a world champion. But you know, time will tell. Yeah. But um, yeah. Let's switch gears, man. Let's let's talk. Um, uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view event. What, what's your thoughts on it? It actually turned out to be a pretty decent pay-per-view. Um, there were some good Definitely. matches. Um, I thought the women's match was really good. Um, the men's match was eh, so-so. Mm-hmm. Especially with the surprise um, entry. Mm-hmm. Well, not so much of a surprise. I guess some people expected it. Um, but you had a few good matches in there. I thought it was I thought it was okay. It was decent. Not great, but it was a decent pay per view. Uh, yeah, let's dive into it. But before we dive into it, uh I don't know if we talked about it last week. No, I don't think it happened last week. I think uh congratulations to the uh to the Avalanche winning the um winning the, the um the Stanley Cup last year oh, yeah. uh, a few days ago. Right. Uh, they they defeated uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, Tampa Bay Lightning's uh, quest of winning a you know a three-peat and a dynasty, and you know ended uh, at the hand of the the Avalanche. So, uh, congrats to the you know to the to, to the Avalanche. Okay, congrats. And you know the people in Colorado are, are are you know they're they're jumping up and down for joy, you know. Oh yeah. Well well deserved uh, victory by them. And they won in uh in six. And uh, game six was a, a two two to one victory. 
Yeah, well-deserved by the Avalanche. Had a great season, so they cap it off with a title. Yep, absolutely. But uh, back to uh, to the um, Money in the Bank. Yeah, they had um, Liv Morgan defeating Alexa Bliss, uh, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, Raquel Gonzalez, and um, Shotzi, formerly known as Shotzi Blackheart, but against Vince McMahon, chopped her name off again, just like he's changing everybody else's name. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Liv Morgan won, which was a, a great moment. But Yeah, that was great gonna, for her. She deserved that. Absolutely. Long overdue, but, you know, spoiler alert, we're not, we're not done talking about her. We'll talk about her very uh, in, in a few minutes or so. Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Got him to tap out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was not feeling this match. I'm glad Lashley won, which, I mean, he should have won, and he did win. But making Bob Theory kick out of a, 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 a spear and a dominator and all that stuff, it's like, it's not believable. Theory is theory is a is a cruiserweight-looking dude, man. Like, he's, for him to be kicking out that move, it, it reminds me of Braun Strowman when he does that, that that running shoulder tackle outside the ring, and he knocks somebody down, or or Big Show doing a spear on Rey Mysterio or whatever. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like if a guy like that, those guys are so huge. If you if you're gonna get pinned by Edge doing a spear, uh, and obviously Edge is a you know he's a big dude, you know, but as compared to those guys, he you know he's not. You know he he's a lot slimmer than them. So if you're getting like like knocked down by Braun Strowman with that tra- that train running uh, clothesline he does, I, I don't know what they called it, or or Big Show doing a spear on you as a signature move, and you still get up like that doesn't make any sense. But you know what I mean. But yet Bobby Lashley. Hits a spear on, on, which usually ends people's, you know, matches, and the Dominator. What's another old move of his? Like he, he, that used to be his old finisher, but he doesn't, he doesn't even, he doesn't really use it that much, really. And then you know, he had to go to the Hurt Lock, which finally he he made him tap out. Like this match was eleven minutes, eleven minutes long, and it seemed like it was longer because. They were just stretching out theory. Like, it just was unbelievable. Yeah, Lashley completely, I mean, other than the kickouts, Lashley pretty much dominated that match. Yeah, but he just, but theory kept countering the matches and, and, and having, kicking out of, out of moves that should have ended him long time ago. Like, yeah. WWE is trying to make him into this tough guy and it's, and it's not working. Like, yeah, I don't know what WWE season theory on. I mean, theory, theory must have like gotten give, given like Vince a handy or something. Well, whatever it is, I, I don't want to know. And you know them, them, you know, like just shoving this this push down people's throat. It's it's just not working. It's like it's obvious. It's so obvious, like, you want him to get booed by the fans. You want him to be the biggest heel in the company. I get it. 
but you you're just going about it the wrong way. Like just just do solid do good writing. Make him cheat. You know what I mean? Like do heelish things. Yeah. Talk trash about people. Taking selfies? Is that really supposed to in a culture where everybody takes a selfie, you know, whether they're, you know, sleeping or, you know, you know, going 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 to work, what you know what I mean? Like it's not it, it doesn't make him stand apart. It just makes him relevant. Mhm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like am I supposed to boost somebody who's who who's who's taking a selfie? I mean, he's, he's, are we supposed to boom because he stole Tyler Breeze's gimmick of taking photos, you know, of his opponents? And, uh, I mean, like, I don't get it. Like, how do they, why, come on. Like, do they watch their old stuff from, like, the 80s and 90s of how people used to get over, you know, with the fans and, 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 you know, having the fans cheer and boo? I know they can't go, like, they can't go, um, like, over the top like they used to, but it's like try a little harder. Like fans are booing are not booing Tyler I mean theory because, you know, he's he's this tough heel. You know, they're booing him because he sucks and WWE is just clearly trying to force people to boo him. And it's like I I, I really don't care. I really don't care. I really don't care about his character. Like I mean, do I find his character annoying? Yes, but I know that's what WWE's trying to do. So it's like I'm not, I'm not feeding into this, you know, negativity that you're trying to force the fans to have on him. So yeah, Bobby Lashley wins as he should have, and that match should have been a squash match. And then now you have Bianca Belair versus uh, Carmella. Bianca Belair, you know, she defeats Carmella. And this match is seven minutes. Like, I didn't even know it was um, that long, you know. Like, you know, Bianca Belair did her thing and defeated Carmella. Yeah. uh, uh, Bianca did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. She won that match. And uh, it wasn't the best match, to be honest with you. But No, it wasn't. Uh, Yaka did her thing. You gotta give her credit. Her, you know, from behind after when she was celebrating, and now, now Bianca better look like she's in Super Saiyan mode. She's she's upset. Yeah. That girl, that, that girl's always smiling. Now she <laughs> she she ain't smiling. She like, yo, she look like she's gonna. <laughs> Carmella, man, Carmella, Carmella always says Mella is money, but she can get bankrupt. <laughs> Next time she sees Bianca Belair, she don't learn today. Yeah, I tell you that much. And uh, speaking of the the Usos, they defeat the Street Profits. Good match. Uh, I mean, you knew Usos. You know they're part of the bloodline, and you know none of their titles are going to be losing. Are not going to change hands anytime soon. So, uh, if you want to see a bloodline member lose their titles. This was the only match you 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 could have you could have potentially saw that happening and yeah I didn't see I didn't see Street Profit winning this match even though I wanted them to and you know the Usos you know they hit they hit the one D the one and done and that that's all she wrote that was a very good match yeah, uh, to me 
that was probably the best match of the night. Hands down. It's not, it's not even up for debate. It is yeah. easily the best match of the night. Best match of the night. My first score is the man. This guy MVP. is incredible. Yeah. Yep. Incredible. If you got the Rocks and your future champion, sorry, uh, sorry, Theory, but you got Montez Ford, you know, he, he called him a future champion and he idolized the Rock. Like, I mean, what more, what more can you say? Like, you're doing your thing, your, your, your hero, you know, sees what you're doing and appreciates what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. And then you had Ronda Rousey uh, fight against Natalia. This was a good match as well. You that know? was a good match. Yeah, I agree. Real life friends battling it out. Obviously, they're rivals right now. And yeah, it was it was great. I mean, Natalia was was great. You know, obviously Rousey, she did her thing as a champion. And then, you know, the shocking or the first shocking moment of the night. Uh, was Liv Morgan cashing her money in the bank? While she's cashing the money in the bank, I'm like, she's gonna she's gonna lose it. But you know, from what I was reading today, reportedly Ronda Rousey demanded that she loses the title to Liv Morgan that day, uh, yesterday. Say that again. Uh, Ronda Rousey behind the scenes. She demanded that she loses her title to Liv Morgan. Really? Wow. Yeah, I'm shocked. You know, I mean, it shows she's she's a team player. You know, wow. She sees the hustle that Liv Morgan is doing, and apparently, she didn't. She didn't. She never wanted to win the title again anyway, wow. in the first place. And she, you know, she demanded that you know that Liv Morgan win it because you know she put in the work, and you know. Props to her. I mean, this this remind me of uh, The Rock. You know, when he um, at the SummerSlam, uh, what 2002, um, he was supposed to defend the title against Brock Lesnar, but you know, he saw the momentum Brock was having, and he, um, you know, he um, he he changed the the results and made Brock Lesnar win his first ever title against against The Rock in the rest of his history. Wow. You know, so I mean that. That's, you know, that's when you, you, that's what happens when you care about the business. You know, you want to, you want to elevate new stars. And, you know, now Liv Morgan, she's, she's been uh, a fan favorite for a long time. And seeing her defeat Ronda Rousey, I mean, I think they could have executed the match better. You know, I I wish the match would have went longer and, you know, Ronda Rousey would have put up more of a fight. You know, obviously she's, you know, hurt. But but that's the problem with the money in the bank cash in. It's like the matches should should you know should go a little longer. You know, obviously the injury. You know, what I mean, like I just wish that match could have you know the injuries could have been more executed better. I mean, obviously she was in so and they were her and what's her name were in a, a lot of submission holds. So I mean, it is in a sense believable. But I just felt I guess. Liv Morgan should have been a little bit more ruthless, you know, to to win that title. I mean, obviously she's a baby face, so she can't go over the top. But I just felt like that match should have been a little bit longer. I mean, this is her first ever title win, but most importantly, she won the title and she's 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 finally the champion. So, props to Liv Morgan. What, what's your thoughts? 
I thought it was, I thought it was Liv Morgan's night last night. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well deserved, and you know she deserved it. You know she's mm-hmm. put in the work, you know, from mm-hmm. day one. And mm-hmm. I've become a big fan of hers. And it was, uh, I was excited when she ended up uh, cashing in that Money in the Bank and winning the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't been that, that excited for a female wrestler in a in a while, but it was well deserved for her. Hundred percent. Yeah, she she you know she was the breakout star from the Riot Squad, and uh, you know she's the last per, last woman standing from that group. Yeah, uh, Ruby Riot is now Ruby Soho in uh, AEW, and um, Sarah Logan, uh, you know she she retired. Uh, I think she briefly came out of retirement for the the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but you know she's um, you know being a you know a mother, so you know props. You know, props to um, all of them, especially Liv Morgan. She's finally lived out her her girlhood dream of being a champion. So yeah, easily the highlight of the night, for sure. Um, so that so we we were talking about the highlights. Now we gotta go to the low light. So you know, you're looking forward to seeing Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss, Omos, Riddle. Sami Zayn, Seth freaking Rollins, and Sheamus battling out for the for the thing. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, Seth Seth Rollins is most likely gonna win. It would have been more interesting if Sami Zayn would have won, you know, to see if he really would have kept up his end of the bargain of not cashing in the money in the bank because he's an honorary USO. It would have been interesting to see what that dynamic would he have really kept his word. I mean, it would, he would have been dumb dumb if he did that, but. Sure enough, once Adam Pierce came out and said there's a surprise new entry, I'm like, who is this? Who could this be? Um, I'm like, is it Randy Orton? Is it um, is it uh, I'm trying to think who else? Edge? Like, I'm trying to think in my head. I can't think of who I, who who could it be. And then once he said it was Austin Theory, I'm like, it was like you know, shaking your head and it's like, well, I know who's gonna win this now. And sure enough, this match went 25 minutes, but this match could have easily been 25 minutes shorter because once they revealed Austin Theory, or should I say Theory, he's in it, that Theory became a reality. And, you know, the push, the push, you know, he, he got went over the edge, and now he's the, he is the Money in the Bank winner, like, this dude was the what? The United States champion not too long ago. Now he's the money in the bank. And I'm assuming Brock Lesnar or um Roman Reigns will lose the title eventually within this title year and then Austin Theory will be a champion. And That's I'm probably thinking, what will happen. Yeah. It has to be a transitional champion somehow. Maybe with a vacated title. I mean, I can't literally see him defeating either Lesnar or Reigns. But then again, if he could take Bobby Lashley to the quote-unquote limit, I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, it's possible. And it just, it just, I mean, it just ruined the whole pay-per-view event. It's a typical WWE pay-per-view event for the past ten years. You could be like, hey, you know, this this review is not bad. You know, this this review is good. And then at the very end, 
this is man guy be like, you know what? I think the fans are happy. You know, I got to think of them, you know? So, yes, true theory. How come? Why do you say how? You know, you got to win this title, huh? And then, you know, sure enough, they they do, they you know, you get that outrage that the fans, you know, have. And then it's, you know, man is, is excited, you know, and that's, hey, that's, that's the most important thing when when the writers are only writing for the audience of one instead of the fans, you know this is this is what happens, so Monday Night Raw is gonna be the same old same old stuff going on. Theory is gonna be talking smack about you know to the fans, yeah, I didn't believe in me, Vince McMahon's happy, I'm gonna take a selfie with Vince McMahon, which Vince McMahon will pop up um and then. Kevin Owens will be feuding with uh, Ezekiel and and Ecclesiastes and all all these different you know brothers of of Elias, <laughs> Samson brothers, you know, you know that's what's gonna happen. And Seth Rollins is gonna be just laughing maniacally about you know he should have won and you know you know I don't know. Just keep laughing, I guess, and <laughs> it's just gonna be the same old uh, raw, you know. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch it to be honest. <laughs> to be honest with you, man, it's just the same old, same old stuff. I guess I'll see you guys in SummerSlam. I don't, you know. It's the same old stuff. The titles are not gonna change in any way, anyway, you know. Roman Reigns got all the titles. Usos got all the tag team titles. And Intercontinental and United States titles are irrelevant. So it's like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Who's the Raw Women's Champion anyway? Oh, yes, it's Bianca Belair. So, yeah, the women's titles are the only one that you you potentially, there could be title changes with Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan as a champion, you know? Oh yeah, that's basically that's that with with that with that um pay per view event. Um, shifting gears to AEW. Um, they had a blood and guts event. Uh, following their Forbidden Door uh pay per view event. Um, where um, John Moxley won won the interim um AEW title. Uh, okay, so what happened on AEW Blend and Guts? Orange Cassidy defeated Ethan Page. Luchasaurus turns heel and joins Christian Cage. Yeah, Christian is a heel yet again. Uh, he betrayed uh, Jungle Boy. Luchasaurus is a, is a evil dinosaur now. And uh, FDR and Danhausen they defeated the Gun Club and Max Caster in a trios match. Jade Cargill. Uh, defeated um, uh, um, Leela Gray to retain the TBS championship. Blackpool Combat Club defeats uh, Jericho Appreciation Society in a Blood and Guts match. So, um, what was I going to... Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, Christian Cageman, he was uh, talking smack about Jungle Boy's family, and he, he even talked smack about you know, his uh Jungle Boy's real life father, um um Luke 
Luke Perry, you know, obviously from Beverly Hill 90210 fame, you know, basically bragging that, you know, he's glad that, you know, um, Luke Perry is dead, you know, so that he wouldn't have to see, you know, his son becoming an embarrassment or something to that effect. Um, so, you know, obviously he got major heat. Um, and now Luchasaurus, uh, you know, is turning to a heel. And um, Jade Cargill, she's 34-0 and still the TBS champion, like I said, against uh, Leela Gray. And, um, yeah, they have a new, um, uh, what was I going to say? The Blackpool Combat Club, they have a new member, and it's Cesaro. So Cesaro made his debut uh, this past Sunday uh, at the, uh, what was it called, the Forbidden Door pay-per-view event to replace uh, Brian Danielson, who was hurt. Um, but uh, on Dynamite, Jericho Society, which is Chris Jericho, Dan Gar- Daniel Garcia, Daddy Magic, which is also known as Matt Menard, Cool Hand Ange, which is Angelo Parker, Jake Hager, uh, they defeated the, um, you know, they defeated, well, actually, they lost to, uh, you know, the new interim AEW world champion because CM Punk is still the champion, but he's hurt. He, I think he's having knee surgery. So in the interim, uh, John Moxley is the champion, and uh, he's going to, I'm assuming they're going to have a unification match once CM Punk is healthy enough in, you know, in Lord knows how many months from now. Uh, so uh, Blackpool Combat Club won, which is uh, John Moxley, Claudio Castanoli, which is uh, – Cesaro's real name, Willa Yuta, uh, Santana Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston. Uh, they came out with the victory against uh, Jericho, Jericho's group. Um, yeah, so that's uh, basically what happened on uh, Dynamite. And then on, uh, you know, AEW a- Rampage, you had Brody King win the Royal Rampage to earn a shot, a title shot, you know, on, a, you know, on Dynamite. You had uh, the Young Bucks defeat Hiroki Gotai and Yoshi Hashi. And then, you know, last but not least, you had Tony Storm defeat Nyla Rose. So, yeah, um, yeah, this is basically all the stuff going on in the world of sports and entertainment. Um, anything you'd like to talk about before we head out? Uh, well, everyone, uh, just have a happy July 4th weekend and just stay safe out there and enjoy the Independence Day. That's 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 about it. Yeah, you heard the man. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful um Happy Independence Day on 4th of July tomorrow, or I should say uh, right now, since uh, it's after midnight right now. So happy Independence Day. Check out his uh, his uh, podcast, uh, iMac. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And check out Sports Urban Legend every uh, Saturdays at 10. 
uh, only on Block Talk Radio. And I hope to see you guys there. He is Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. If tomorrow all the things were gone I'd work for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away Proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee across the plains of Texas from sea to shining sea from Detroit down to Houston and New York to L.A. Well, it's pride in every American heart and it's time we stand and say Proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA Lucky Land Casino Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess Aha, in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.